I'm just going to pour myself a wine. So we're going to have a wine together, even though you're probably listening to this in the morning. It's 8pm here. So let's do that. Hang on. Hello, guys, and welcome to Beyond the Likes. To be really transparent with you, I have organized nothing for this week. No guests, no set topics. I'm just coming on here and I'm just, I'm going to freestyle. And I kind of think that some of the podcasts that I do should be like that. I don't want them to be like super informative or on specific topics. Sometimes I just want to come and have a chat to no one, but know that you guys are listening and, you know, maybe in tonight's particular case, I just want to have a little bit of a vent. I just can do some deep breathing for a second. Motherhood is just, what a ride. I absolutely love it. Don't get me wrong. I, I, this is exactly what I asked for, but man, do you just have some weeks where you're just like, how did I get here? And how do I manage these tiny little humans and their ginormous emotions? <laughs> I don't want to turn this into a podcast about Bobby, but he's just a different breed of human as you may or may not already know. He is a great child. He's the biggest, kindest hearted bloke I know. But man, when he throws down, it's like another level of throwdown. And obviously we've had a few issues with his iron and his sleep and his diet and his toilet training. I don't know where to stop. It just seems to be I take 10 steps forward with him and then 11 steps backwards. I feel like I finally get to the bottom of something and finally put things into place so that, you know, he can be the best version of himself and he's getting, you know, the supplements he needs or the medication he needs or the sleep that he needs and then it's just something else. So I don't know if anyone else has this issue, but I have literally been toilet training that kid for two and a half years now. Obviously, every child is different. Charlie, I started toilet training her at 22 months. I would just put her on the potty every night before we got into the bath. And then that started graduating to more little toilet runs. I think all up, it took about two weeks And I think maybe up until this day and age, she may have had like four or five accidents. That's it. So that's what I led with. And that is what I guess, I don't want to say set a benchmark for me, but I mean, I kind of thought, oh, you know, toilet training's not that bad. Anyway, cue the cannonball. Miley Cyrus comes crashing into my world slash Bobby from the age of two and a half. I think it must've been whenever we went into the first lockdown with COVID, The guy just started taking all his clothes off. He would just flat out refuse to wear a nappy. And so he was permanently nude for a lot of the days. Um, And I just thought, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just toilet train him because we're in COVID. We're not going anywhere. Let's just do this. So every single day I put him on the toilet in the morning, 15 minutes after his breakfast, 15 minutes after dinner. You know, that's what they say to do. And 
still to this day, I have troubles with him. I have been to multiple GPs. I have also been to a few pediatricians as well because I thought maybe he has like issues with his bowels or his actual bum. Uh, no, nah, he's fine. He just loves to poo his pants. And, you know, I'm sure there's a few people out there who are like, oh, you know, that's really mean that you're talking about him like that. But this has been going on for two years now. And even the sanest of people, like the Dalai Lama, even this would have cracked the Dalai Lama. Um, (laughs) Why have you got no pants on? (laughs) Oh, God. Sorry, uh, that was my Welsh wife. He's just walked downstairs pantless. Where are your pants? Oh, wow. He's doing the helicopter (laughs) with his chipotle sausage wiener. So, yeah, listen, I'm not poo-pooing Bob's. I'm not trying to embarrass him. I am literally just a mum, almost waving the white flag and sending out an SOS because I am just at a loss of what to do. Obviously, I find that when he's on an iron supplement, which he's back on, things kind of get worse. But... Even when he's not on the iron supplement, the guy just loves to crack off the tip. Sorry, this is a this is really quickly segued into a poo podcast, but I just I'm going to put it all out there, and hopefully, someone listening has been through something like this, and maybe you can send me a message and be like, oh, you know what, it's really hard, but by the time they hit five, it it all goes away, and they just they work it out, or maybe it's school that helps, or something like that. But basically, what he does is. He fights me daily to go to the toilet. I'll put him on it after breakfast, throughout the day when he's with me, and he'll never go. He'll just jump straight off and run away. And then five minutes later, I'll smell something. Sure enough, he has done what it's kind of like just the tip of his like little poo. He doesn't go completely in his pants. He doesn't run to the toilet or anything. He, it's like the little head pops out. Oh my God. It's like the little head pops out and then he just clamps his butthole shut really quickly. And so just like beheads the top of his turd. And that little like tip of it will just sit in his undies and then butterfly between his butt cheeks. And then there's the smell. And sometimes what happens is he tries to discard any little bit of evidence. So he'll pull out the little nugget, whatever he's cracked off. And God love him, he'll, if he's in a good mood, he'll just drop it on the floor. But if he's, if he really wants to fuck with me, he'll smear it on the wall. Today, Ryan got home from work and it was smeared on the bathroom walls. He started scratching something off. I think he thought it was like Nutella or something. And then it wasn't. It was a bit of Bobby's fecal matter. So this is what we deal with on a daily basis. It is very, very frustrating. And I have I am all out of techniques. I have downloaded the Pooh Goes to Pooh Land app. We've done sticker charts, reward charts. You know, we've thrown poo parties every time he does a poo. We have tried what I feel like is everything. I've taken him to see if he's intest like not intestines like he's if he's backed up with poo one of the pediatricians does think that he is constipated because 
<laughs> what he does do is he'll crack the tip off and then I have to like fight him to get him on the toilet. And once I finally do get him on the toilet, I'll be like, go push son, go, go. God, it's like I'm in a relay race, but he's just on the toilet. And then he'll just go, mm, and then boom, out comes an anaconda. An anaconda turd. It's like the Loch Ness monster of poos, which I, it kind of makes me think that he is constipated. So I've tried Osmolax. I've tried Movicol. I've tried the disimpaction thing where you basically give them what's called like a clonic, but in like toddler form. It's hectic. You have that like one of my pediatricians told me to do this. You give them like you build up and to the end, to the point where they're having like seven scoops of laxatives and they basically just pooing out wee, like water. So intense, so drastic, and then you have to keep it up. But I just, I also hate the idea of him being on laxatives long-term. I know they say it's not a big deal and it's totally fine and it's, but I don't know, like, but I'm at a loss. Yelling at him doesn't work. Talking to him softly doesn't work. Putting him on the bloody toilet with an iPad doesn't work. I just please somebody slide into my DMs and tell me it's going to get easier or just tell me anything. I just need to know that it's going to get better. And Paul Kobe, who is basically trying to tell me that he's ready to be toilet trained, I just, I'm not having a bar of it. Like that kid is going to be in nappies till he's at least 12 because nah, not doing it. Kobe keeps taking his nappy off and literally taking him to the so- himself to the toilet, telling me that he needs to do a poo, gets up there, wipes his own bum. He hasn't done a poo. But I'm, I just, I can't do it. I can't take it on. I need Bobby to be fully established toilet goer before I even attempt Kobe. I put him into a big bed too early. I'm not going to make the same mistake of toilet training him too early. Not, not doing it. Okay, so there's one of my frustrations at the moment. The second is Bobby behavior is now starting to rub off on Kobe. Now, I think this was just, it's inevitable, right? So Bobby idolizes Charlie and Kobe idolizes Bobby. But the thing is, Charlie was an angel sent from heaven and she still is and she's very soft She's almost too soft. Sometimes I'm like, you need to stick up for yourself, babe. She's very soft and Bobby had her as a role model and me and I was very soft back then too. And then now there's Bobby and the gentle parenting techniques that I used to, you know, I was all over that. I was never a yeller or a screamer or a crier or a heavy drinker. And now I'm all of those things. But what I'm finding is that the reason why I know well, put it this way, Bobby is back on iron supplements and I didn't even need to take him for a blood test this time. I could tell from a mile off that he was low in iron again. It's like a flick of a switch. When he's getting enough iron, I think he has much better sleeps. And when he's well-rested, he's a well-rounded bloke. Like he is cool, calm and collected. You can reason with him. You can talk him off a ledge. His emotions are somewhat regulated. He's still a bit of a nut job, but like you can regulate his emotions far easier. The minute those iron levels, ferritin levels, they drop below 10, it's like, 
it's like you're dealing with a totally different child. So he just wakes up in the morning. And I think when his iron drops really low, he does have really restless sleeps. So I'll know, like I'll put him into bed and he'll wake up upside down on the floor. He talks in his sleep. He moves around constantly. He's very, very restless. And so I'm assuming that he's not getting into what they call a, you know, a deep sleep REM. And so the flow on effect of that is his behavior just goes to shit. And he was just sent here to test me. He's the guy I'll be like, hey, can you stop hitting your sister? Nah. Hey, Bobby, I really appreciate it if you'd stop hitting your sister. Nah. Nah. Just looks me in the eye, goes, nah. Nah. And just keeps hitting her. Uh, okay. You want to go to war? It's, it's literally 6.45 a.m. already and you want to go to war with me already. He's just here to push my buttons at the moment. And so... Then he gets sent to his room and then the flow on effect on that is that he trashes his room. He tries to put his legs through the wall. And yeah, so this was going on and I said to Ryan, 100%, his iron's gone again. (laughs) I remember when he was two and I used to affectionately nickname him Malat. And it was cute and all that endearing and other mums could relate and they were like, God, thank you for showing these because I feel less alone and all of that jazz. But I would never share his tantrums, nor would I film him now while he is throwing down. He's just a little bit older. He wouldn't want a camera in his face. I respect his privacy in that respect. So, But I I would love for people to see what I'm talking about. And I feel like even Ryan, he didn't really understand the extent of how different his personalities are and how much they fluctuate when it comes to having iron stores versus not having them. Um, But what's happening now is the pediatrician, I saw him a few weeks ago and he was like, take him off the iron supplement and we're going to do everything. I need it to come out of his system again. I was like, fuck my life. But then they're going to do proper urine, proper stool sample, all of his bloods to see if there's clotting issues, to see if there's any bloods in his urine or his stools, to see if there's any some sort of, sounds morbid, but like internal bleeding happening. So he's come off the iron supplements again. And within like a couple of weeks, he's back to his somewhat aggressive self. But what I'm noticing now is my sweet little melon head. He ain't so sweet anymore. He is he is a carbon copy of Bobby and to the, to the point where he's putting it on, but Bobby will throw down and then Kobe will throw down and then Bobby will start kicking the walls and Kobe lies down and starts kicking the walls. And I'm trying desperately to break this cycle and it's been raining for three months and it's just been a lot. You know what? I'm allowed to say that. And I know there's loads and loads of stuff going on in the world at the moment and there are far worse people off than me, but I feel like you're still allowed to talk openly about what you're going through and you're allowed to vent to friends and you're allowed to vent to family and you're allowed to get things off your chest. And that is all I am doing in my kitchen to a microphone with nobody around, but you get the gist. I kind of feel like I'm having a phone conversation with my mates even though no one's talking back to me. So yeah, look, it's been a couple of challenging weeks. My birthday's in March. I've got lots of things coming up. So that will give me some things to look forward to. I am a big firm believer on filling up your cup 
I highly recommend investing in yourself, especially as a mother, whether you've got one kid or three kids or six kids, if you're that wild. I firmly believe in taking some time out for yourself. And I don't mean just going and doing the shopping on your own while your husband looks after the kids. I'm talking about find an epic babysitter, lean on family, lean on friends, take the time to do something that you love, whether that's, you know, a Pilates class. I'm really enjoying them lately. I'm finding that they are making me a better parent. I actually think I would have self-combusted into flames if I hadn't been doing Pilates last couple of weeks. Um, I actually notice a difference when I don't do it. I, I know that sounds wild and I know people don't want to hear about it because apparently it's unrelatable, but it I don't know what it is. I hate exercising. I think I like Pilates because you lay on your back the whole time. I'm basically half asleep most of the most of the most of the class, but it makes for a clearer mindset for me. So that when I do come home and there's just it's just a total shit show, I'm like, okay, woosa, like I've got this. Give myself a little pep talk endorphins are running. I mean, the endorphins go to shit within at least an hour, but at least I've got an hour where I'm cool, calm and collected before I fly off the handle. Usually I've got like a 10 minute window, you know? Um, I also like Pilates because it gives me 45 minutes to myself in the morning. But anyway, I digress. Where have I gone? I've gone from poo to iron supplements to filling up your cup and doing something. I guess the whole point of the filling up the cup bit is that so that you can manage behavioral issues during the week. That for me is what keeps me going. It re-energizes me. And I'm a sucker. Like I'll drop Bobby off at daycare or preschool. He's in his last year. He's at school next year. And I'll drop him off. I'll drop the boys off on Wednesday. Like I'll die for Wednesday to come. I'll just be counting down the hours until Wednesday gets there. And then I miss them. Like I'm like a true psychopath. And then I kind of rush to pick them up early. And then, of course, I regret that because the fallout from preschool almost doesn't outweigh the fact that I get some time to myself during the day. Almost. I still, I will still take the free time. But anyway, listen, I'm just having an event from one mum to, I'm assuming, others. I'm sure lots of you are mums. And maybe if you aren't, then this may present itself as contraception or it might just give you a heads up. You know, I had no idea what to expect when it came to having my first child. Absolutely none. And I don't know whether having Charlie first was a good thing or a bad thing. It kind of, I don't know, kind of set me up for failure if I'm being honest. But no, all children are blessings. They are amazing. I do love them to bits. I'm absolutely obsessed with my kids. Do they send me insane? Absolutely. Is there one that's more challenging than the others? Fuck yeah, there is. But I don't love him any less. If anything, he keeps me on my toes. And you know what? That kid's going places. It's so true what they say. He's going to be like the CEO of, I don't know, some amazing company. He's a bit of a go-getter. I'm absolutely just talking smack now. And you know what? I've just realized I poured myself a wine and it's sitting on the other side of the bench and I haven't even had a sip yet. So... I'm going to love you and leave you. Sorry, this hasn't been, I guess, overly informative, but it's just a little deeper insight into what's been going on in my life. 
you know, I share quite a fair bit on the gram, but I don't um, like to overshare too much. So the poo talk was probably going to be a bit too much for Instagram, but I feel like the people on here are, you guys are DTF for my shit and just the true OGs and I love you all. Um, And I'm so glad you're here and thank you for listening to this very seductive podcast. You like what I just did with my voice there? I hope you all have a wonderful week and I hope you have something exciting planned for the weekend. Look after yourself and I will chat to you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.